we believe every person has the right to realize all that is possible for their future. Are you someone who is near retirement, who has been diligent about accumulating wealth and is now navigating the what's next heading into the next chapter of your life? Welcome to the Dream Architect Life Podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson from Sweet Financial Partners. In this podcast, we aim to help shift your focus to the things you can control so you can put your money to work in turning your dreams into reality. Through our trademarked process, The Dream Architect, we make wealth planning fun, informative, and enjoyable. Join us on this journey where Brian and Brittany will explore how you can eliminate your limiting beliefs in the pursuit of all that's possible. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Dream Architect Life with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson from Sweet Financial Partners. If you're just joining us, this is part three of a three-part series. Brian and Brittany are covering an amazing book that's very much in line with number one, this podcast and the book that they wrote. Brittany, how are you? I am just so darn good. <laughs> Brian tells me that all the time, that you're fantastic, you're good, you're <laughs> you great. Know, she's always smiling, <laughs> always happy, you know, what do you say, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's I, I, I wish I had somebody in my office like that. It's just me. I look in the mirror, not smiling, not happy. Okay, anyway, <laughs> I got to improve well, on that. Just call so. us, Eric. We'll help. <laughs> we'll spice you up. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, perfect. All right. Like, like I told the audience, this is part three. Um, can you just give them a, just a brief recap of what the first two were about so they know? Yeah, so we have basically been diving into our favorite chapters from Ed Milet's recent book, The Power of One More. Get to give context if you didn't catch the last two episodes, which I highly encourage you to do. But basically what we're doing is looking at some of the similarities between what he teaches on and what we've been talking about here on The Dream Architect Life. What we wrote about in our book, Dream Architecture, I shared in the first of this three-part series that you know, Brian and I kind of sat there and went, oh my goodness, there are so many similarities. There are so many synergies between our piece of work and his piece of work that we want to highlight what he put out into the world and, and bring it to the relevance of our audience. So week one or episode one, I should say, we talked about uh, one more identity and how it's so important that if you're coming from something, from some level of success and going to something else, to not limit yourself, mm -hmm. to really make sure that you allow yourself to lean into who you're meant to be versus who you've been up to this point. The second episode on this series, we talked about the power of one more dream and why it's important to embrace the imagination that we had when we were kids, a little bit of the science behind it and how that can potentially help you as you navigate your future and as you navigate that what's next and lean into the possibility of the big dreams and the big vision that you have for your future. So today's topic is a really interesting one and we chose this because it's just something that isn't talked about enough and that I think is so different, not only for our industry, but for every human being as a whole. And it's the power of one more question to ask ourselves. Hmm. So along these lines, Dan Sullivan, who we talk about obsessively, <laughs> but I'm going to reference him again because I have to. So Dan Sullivan, a creator of The Strategic Coach, he has this tool that's thinking about your thinking. And I remember the first workshop that I went to and had this tool slipped in front of me, I was like, 
this is so weird. Like, what does this mean? Thinking about my thinking. I'm thinking right now. So now I have to think about what I'm thinking about and then write it down. I don't know. But there's so much power behind it because people don't take enough time to sit and actually think about what is running through their minds and what maybe serves them and what doesn't. So I'll pause there before I go any further. I don't know, Brian, if you have anything you want to add at that point. No, but you've got me intrigued. (laughs) Me too. All right, we're going to rock and roll with this then. So people often don't take control of their thoughts and they have what Ed talks about as being a flawed belief behind what they think to be true. So of course I go to this this first example. My my brain immediately draws this way that let's just say you have a significant other and they do something that ticks you off and you're what? like, "Oh, I mean, not to say that anybody here ever does anything like that with their spouses, but let's just say they do something that that just makes you mad and that you're like, oh, they didn't put their dishes on the counter or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know what? They actually never clean up. And you know what? I'm the one who's been doing this for all along. And actually, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I don't even know if I like them. And your brain just goes down this rabbit hole when in reality, they probably just forgot to bring a cup and put it in the sink. But the problem is, is that we don't catch ourselves in this negative spiral. So I use that example because we can all relate to, you know, having maybe a little bit of a disagreement with our spouses. It happens. You're around each other all the time. Uh, so I use that a little facetiously. But the, the, the true issue or the underlying thing that I think people could really start focusing attention on is that just because in a moment we believe something to be true, it doesn't actually mean that it is. And I think some of the people who have really opened themselves up to the greatest possibility have the ability to pause in a moment and think, is this path that my brain is going down? Is this going to serve me in my future? Is this the reality or am I just mad? It can be on the opposite end of the spectrum. Am I just really excited? You know, am I just really energized where all of a sudden I may be falling in love with my own new idea, new concept, new business, new whatever, without really doing the work to test what's reality and what's gonna hit and what's not. So this can be applied in so many different ways. It's, it's just that little bit of momentum to stop and say, Am I really thinking about this the right way? It's pausing to think about what you're thinking about, which I know can be a little bit of a heavy topic, but I think it's an interesting one. Yeah, that's, I think there's a point where you have to step back and, and whatever the scenario is, you have to give yourself and others grace to be able to think and, and navigate yourself back to more of a reality. Dreaming is great. But when you don't have the reality to go with it and that those either the checks and balances or like you said, the testing, it can run away with you. And, and it can really, you can go in a, in a direction you don't want to be in very, very quickly. Yeah. And you know, there's a part in the book where Ed talks about how better questions, talking about asking yourself, right? Like getting that, that kind of check in place is that better questions lead to better answers. Better answers lead to a better life. And he talks about, and I think this ties into what you just said, Eric, is how you humble yourself when you challenge yourself to be better. 
So if something that I've been thinking about has been holding me back, it's been a limited belief. It's that whole notion of deserving. You know, we talked about that on one of our recent episodes about how you have to believe that you deserve the success that you desire, because if you don't have that belief and you're not constantly striving for that, then it's a lot harder to reach what you want. So that's why personally, I don't believe in the whole adage or notion of you can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's like, no, the dog just doesn't want to learn. <laughs> so you can, if you put in the time, energy, resources, you get the right who's around the dog, the professionals, the experts who've seen it done before, who know what, what it takes to get there. I mean, we're really no different than just a bunch of old dogs. Right? We have to choose, are we going to allow the teachers around us to put us in spaces that are maybe a little uncomfortable, but to really stretch? You know, I think about recently, I was on a call with a gentleman and he has like an immersive couple day experience and he was like, hey, I'm going to invite you to attend and it's going to be probably outside your box and it's, you know, it's going to push you. And I'm sitting there like literally terrified because this guy is like the most blunt human being I think I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I am terrified to go, like I'm so scared, but I'm so stinking excited at the same time because I know that it's pushing myself outside of my box. And I will tell you that after I said yes, after I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this, I thought of like 50 million reasons why I should pull back, why I shouldn't go, why I should be like rescind on it. And they're all legitimate excuses in my brain, but after I did that, that notion of thinking about what I'm thinking about. I'm like, Brittany, you're just getting in your own way. You're scared and you're trying to back out. That's all that this is. So best case scenario, you go and you meet some cool people and you learn some new things and you take the businesses to the next level. Worst case scenario, you go, you meet some cool people and nothing changes. <laughs> so it, it's, it's just putting yourself in the position to give a reality check and to really think about, are my thoughts serving me? Are they serving me and who I want to be going back to that identity? Are they moving me closer to the dreams that I have for my future? And then am I just trying to sabotage myself because of those limiting beliefs? If you can say yes, then you probably need to move forward into that action, that challenge, that whatever is put in front of you, because it's what can get you to the next level. Yeah. And I, I love that, Brittany. It's, um, you know, one of the things that we, we work on all the time is pushing the envelope, if you will. And and you're the probably the best example I know of people just stepping into whatever is uncomfortable and trying to make it comfortable. And, you know, that's why you've excelled like you've excelled. But, you know, the one thing about Ed's book is it's, you know, referencing one more of whatever, uh, you know, put, put it, put it down there. But, you know, this one more question to ask ourselves is, is a unique way of framing this. And it really is just, you know, like how we would say it in our book is just being conscious of what you put in your mind and what you put out into the public. And so by being conscious and looking for the right answers, and he calls it, you know, one more question, but it's just being conscious of those things that you really need to do or want to do to get to some destination that you're not at yet. And in Brittany's case, you know, scared to death, and she's been scared to death a lot. And, you know, it's been remarkable to see her grow because of that. And this is just one example. So now she's gotten to the point where she says yes, comes up with all the reasons why she shouldn't, but just doesn't listen to any of them. 
Hey, Brittany here, letting you know that our latest book, Dream Architecture, is not only out and available, but it hit the Amazon bestseller list at record speed. So be sure to hop on over to amazon.com and grab your copy of Dream Architecture today. Yeah, and, and, and as a concrete thinker, that's hard for me, right? I mean, it's, mm -hmm. and I think there's a lot of us out there that I'd love to hear some examples right of, of of how this works because it's not easy to retrain ourselves especially when we're an old dog thank you Brittany. so give me some examples how, how, how do we actually get this accomplished yeah so ed actually lays out in his book i don't even remember how many questions there were but there was a plethora of questions to start asking yeah. yourself and you know i think the thing that's interesting about this is that you do have to be trained. I mean, I even think about Brian's been in strategic coach. So has seen this whole thinking about your thinking concept for what over 20 years now, 23. Yeah. And, and for me, like I, I consider myself to be, you know, a very optimistic person, a future oriented person. Sometimes I'm so fury future oriented. I annoy myself and others where <laughs> I just like, I'm constantly thinking about what's next and, you know, planning and all those things going forward. But what this forces you to do, you know, we talked a little bit in the last episode, Eric, you know, you gave the reference of the, the Wawa, the, you say it cause you're going to say it better. I'm going to botch it. We are with who we are with. We are with who we are with. So if you really want to break this down to simplistic terms, it forces you to be so in the moment because you're, you're being intentional with your thoughts. Mm. So I used this spouse idea or notion because it's an easy concept to relate to. It's one that we can all think about arguments. We can all think about the spiral. I mean, I think about it too. Like if there's a rough day in the office, I mean, I, I did a talk one time about having a rough day and it led to a rough evening and I was a hot mess by the end of the night and my kid puked in my hair and I had to go to work the next day. And it's like, we all think about those moments that spiral and I could have very easily been like, none of this is worth it. Life is so stressful. I need to simplify. But instead I just took pause and I said, well, Brittany, is this a tough day, a tough moment, or is it a tough life? And I said, okay, well, it's a tough moment in time. So let's reel it in a little bit. Let's put it in check. So I think that just thought process about being present is so important. But we actually pulled out so that people can start thinking about, well, these questions, like what are these questions? What does it mean to ask yourself one more question? We pulled out a handful of them. Um, so we, we chose the ones that we thought would resonate most with the audience. Uh, one being, what one more thing can I do to show my spouse or partner that I love them? So I had to do that because if I'm giving the example of my husband being a pain and not bringing his dishes to the counter, I got to figure out a way to give him some love too. <laughs> so what's one more thing that you can do to show that love? Is there one more thing that I can do to show appreciation to the people I work with? So think about your teams. Like it's so darn easy to forget about those moments where people do really good things because you're used to them doing good things. I mean, I think about that for our team. Mm -hmm. They do a lot of great stuff and they do a lot of things right that it's kind of become the norm. So it forces us or we have to force ourselves to be like, okay, today, how can I call somebody out for the good that they do? Mm. Because it's really easy to catch people doing things not the not right way. <laughs> I'll just yeah. put it nicely. You know, because it's it sticks out. You're not used to it. It catches you off guard. It stops you dead in your tracks. 
asking yourself one more question is about being intentional with what you're thinking about and what you're putting out into the world. Another question too is how is this happening for me and not to me? So I think that's a big one. And I know Brian gave the example in the last episode about growing up with a single mom and the dad, his dad not being present. And he could have easily gone down a path that could have been, let's just say nothing short of not self-serving mm-hmm. and, and could have potentially been really negative, but instead looked at the blessings in his life and the people. And I had the great pleasure of meeting his aunt Jean and seeing her dedication to lifelong learning and optimism and constantly finding the good. And I know I've given this example before, but I'll never forget how she was taking like painting classes at 90 years old. And she's like, well, I'm no good at it, but I figured I'd give it a shot. It's like, well, heck yeah. <laughs> Had to love it. Had to love it. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's those things that, you know, how can life happen for you and not to you? What part of this situation can I control right now? That's a big one. When we start thinking about and obsessing over things that we can't control directly, oofda, that's a spiraling pit of heck, (laughs) to say it nicely. When we start thinking about things, you know, that's one thing that if you think about, let's just bring it to, to relevant to our clients, to our industry in the wealth planning world. If people are focusing on whatever the news is putting in front of them, Mm-hmm. If they're focusing on, oh, depression and recession and all of these fear-based things and monkeypox and COVID-19 and I mean, the political divide and gas prices and everything that you should just be so angry about. Here's all these horrible things that you should be focusing on. It's fear-mongering. Mm-hmm. And so when we have clients coming in and talking about some of those things, it's like, you know what? Those are real things that are being put out there. But can you control a single one of them directly? Always no. (laughs) The answer is always no. So it's helping people shift to the things that are important. That's why we talk about dreaming big. And I know, Brian, I'm sure you could think of a million different scenarios where, (laughs) you know, you help people shift back to, okay, yeah, maybe the markets are a little bit tumultuous right now. Or, you know, maybe there is a pending recession. We don't know. We don't know the answers to all of this. If we could predict it, we would be on a yacht somewhere probably. (laughs) But we can't. So, you know, it's helping people go back to, well, what did you say was meaningful to you? What are some of your goals? You know, what are some of the things that are important? So if you're able to, as an individual, give yourself kind of the gut check and ask yourself that question before you start getting fearful, before you start spiraling, before you start letting the negative thoughts kind of cloud your judgment. That's what's impactful. That's what's meaningful. And that's what helps you live potentially a more centered life because you're not letting that stuff control you. So those are a handful of examples. Um, And there's a couple more too that we threw in. Like what's one more way that I can become healthier? Health and wealth are very much related these days, which we will talk about more and more as we go forward. And then I love this one. Is there one more thing I can do to carve out time to be mindful and intentional? I think that one's powerful. My favorite on those was Mm -hmm. what's one more way I can practice gratitude? Mm. Because I think the more you write down reasons you're grateful. It just creates a, a different framework in your mind um, and helps you set the right standards going forward. Cause you know, maybe it's gonna be a tough day and it's hard to come up with something, but there's always something. Your pillow was soft, the water was cold that I got to drink, you know, whatever you have to do. But some days there's more <laughs> places to write than you've actually got space. 
but the more you think those thoughts, the more good things happen to you. Yeah, and Brian, I love the way you phrased it. You know, what's one more thing, I, how I can practice gratitude? Because again, I go back to the, the statement you made before, it's like exercise. It's a muscle yep. you have to exercise. You have to practice. It's not easy because as Brittany alluded to, our time is so limited and it's chaotic and we're, we're putting out fires here or there. The things that draw our attention are the things that usually need to be fixed. And so if we don't, if we're not intentional about taking that moment and pausing and saying, okay, I'm going to take this moment to practice gratitude and block everything else out, or I'm going to take this moment and practice how I can love my spouse better and block everything else out. It's just going to get lost in the shuffle and all of a sudden two or three weeks go by and you haven't done any of it. Yeah. And, and it's just part of creating a, like a daily routine. And these things are just what I would say are very important things to make sure you don't forget because once consistently deliver results, once we've talked about are pretty amazing, but you do have to take action. You do have to do a few things, but creating a habit of daily in the morning, taking 15 minutes and doing a few things. It really doesn't probably take a lot more time than that. Mm -hmm. Before you get busy, just get up 15 or 30 minutes earlier and then pretty soon you'll get used to that and it's a real normal thing. Then you got everything done, you're on the same schedule and the rest of the day is yours, but you've focused and created the emphasis to make it a, an amazing day, week, month, and then even better future. Yeah, absolutely. Brittany, do you have any closing thoughts for today's podcast? Yeah, you know, I'm pulling this right from the book because I think it summarizes all the things that we've we've talked about to this point and it's that, you know, the best answers are going to be the most difficult to address when it comes to your own personal growth. And again, we're not a personal development, personal growth podcast. That's not as that's not what this is. I mean, we're trying to share insight and help people think in a positive way. But sometimes you got to answer the most difficult questions to really break through those barriers for your future. So if you find yourself sitting on a question that you don't love the answer to, or you're struggling to answer or struggling to take action on, that's probably the one you need to spend the most time on. So let yourself be challenged, you know, let yourself dive into it. I highly recommend, we have no affiliation with Ed Milet. I'd love to meet him someday, uh, but we have no affiliation with him. But grabbing his book, I, I think he's got some brilliance in there. Uh, we also, for those that don't know, we created, when Brian talks about gratitude, we created a journal years ago. It's called Imagine, Act, Inspire by Brittany Anderson and Brian Sweet. You can get it on Amazon to, to actually have that place to write down those thoughts of gratitude yeah. and to write down the things that are meaningful to you for that day. Each day starts out with a positive quote quote and it's just it's a way to set intention for your future or for your for your day for your mindset and for your future going forward so i think those are a couple things that people could could do as takeaways today i love that guys thank you so much for the content and the time today thank you eric yeah it's been great eric thank you so much you bet. And our last thank you is for you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Dream Architect Life podcast with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Brian and Brittany come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask you to share this podcast, rate it, and leave a review as this will help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Sweet Financial Partners, this is Eric Johnson reminding you that possibility comes to those who create it. And we'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening to the Dream Architect Life podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. If you heard something that really hit home for you, please share it with those you want to be helpful to. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Sweet Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your retirement planning.